Welcome to Belong There, the place where all Black LGBTQ members should feel they belong here. Today will be a segment dissecting the Black trans community and how they still have much more to overcome, but we shouldn't give up. We firmly believe until Black trans lives matter, absolutely everywhere, Black lives broadly won't matter anywhere. This was said by a photographer and activist, Ren Mars. 25. Mental health is a big problem in the LGBTQ community, especially for Black people. Being in the know of how much of a danger it is for you whenever you come out can only be addressed by knowing the stories. In this segment, we will be talking about big hate crimes throughout the years of fighting for LGBTQ rights. Many Black trans people have lost their lives due to making themselves feel comfortable within themselves. The first biggest hate crime was recently, June 5th and July 3rd. Brayla Stone, Mercy Mack, Shaky Peters, Dryan McCarthy, Tatiana Hall, and Bree Black were discovered dead. They were all trans women who were killed in the year of 2020. Dryan McCarthy and Shaky Peters were identified in Louisiana. They were identified in the Baton Rouge area. Peters was found on the side of the road July 1st. Shaky Peters was misgendered by law enforcement. But for McCarthy, her death hasn't been ruled out yet. Two days after Shaky Peters was found, Bree Black was shot outside of her apartment in Papano Beach, Florida on July 3rd. The, the media misidentified Black. The local sheriff's office continuously denamed her, using her family's preference to use the name she was given strictly at birth. According to the HRC, Florida is tied with Texas with the highest fatal acts of trans violence. But the positivity that came out of this occurrence was, as we mourn the loss of Shaky and Dryer, we must double down our efforts to ensure that all trans people across the state have access to safety. This statement was said by the Louisiana trans advocates. Angelica Love Ross made a Twitter post saying six black trans women were killed during hashtag Pride Month. Six, stop killing us. Why is this message so hard? Thank you at Translash Media, at Mr. Jerome Tremell, for posting this info when our media fails us. Hashtag Dominique Fells, hashtag Ryan Milton, hashtag TT Goli, hashtag Brayla Stone, hashtag Mercy Mac, and hashtag Tatiana Hall. Soon enough, Cheyenne Ezra made a post saying, none of us will be free until Black trans women are free. Hashtag Mercy Mac, hashtag Tatiana Hall, hashtag Brayla Stone, hashtag Stop Killing Blacks, hashtag Black Lives Matter. With the picture connected to it saying, Black trans murders are a pandemic within a pandemic within a pandemic. If you want to read more on this case or any information closely, go to the them website where I got my facts for, for this case from. 
The sad part about this whole thing is that 2020 was the year for the most hate crimes done to trans people since 2013. The moment they started keeping this data on this, all of the cases we will be talking about went down this year to represent our present and create a better future for the ones coming after us. Nina Pop was a black transgender woman. She was killed in Sykeston, Missouri on May 3rd. She was very active on Facebook with her friends and family. Tony McDade was a black transgender man. He was killed in Tallahassee, Florida on May 27th. The people who he was closest to shared how much of a giving and energetic person he was. He was the definition of wearing your heart on your sleeve. Our last hate crime I would like to discuss is Monica Diamond. She was a black woman, 34 years old. She was killed in Charlotte, North Carolina on March 18th. She was active in the LGBTQ community and nightlife community. Diamond was the co-owner of an event promotion company. She was also the co-CEO of the International Mother of the Year pageantry system. This was a pageant that honored LGBTQ mothers. A lot of these individuals were loved and cherished by someone for their great personalities to strive for better. So why is it they have to step on the street and be in fear when they know the kind of people they are? The saddest part is that being black can add to this struggle. And it shouldn't have to put that effect on a being no matter which of these tend to be your case. Die for yourself, not for trying to live to society's standards. Something we should all stand for, no matter where we fit on the spectrum. Improvements have been made for the world. But that doesn't mean the issue still isn't present, as we heard from the last segment. The improvements being made in society, even if it's slowly but surely, need to provide hope to the younger generations and the generations that's been growing up in the process in order to get the movement. In this segment, we will be talking about the improvements needing to be made in the community. In Spain, large education improvements have been made for gender issues. They have been trying to coordinate social change in the education system and workforce. The goal is for this change to, be, to benefit societal welfare. People are being trained in Spain to work with others in a diverse setting. They believe it is important that they spread awareness and training on the transgender issues to understand the dimis, this, this discrimination transgender people have to go through. Research has been in place to identify the role of knowledge and attitudes of health and educational professionals play in transgender individuals, a supportive and healing connection to the detrimental effects these acts bring, bring upon the community that have an impact on each and every one of these individuals. This study provides a program to improve knowledge and positivity towards gender acceptance for university students who are studying social education. 
After this information came out, people did studies on students on a scale of their transphobia and things as such to measure the time span of training a student would have. To get the full impact on the study and find details on Spain's attempt to expand acceptance on the community, check out the website Improvement in Gender and Transgender Knowledge in the University Students through the Creative Factor Mythology. Social workers and educational people in the United States have been working on this improvement as well, but nowhere close to the extent that Spain is. Women now have more freedoms, such as voting and other huge factors, but the United States still has a lot of work for the acceptance of gender. The United States compares pretty bad to most of the other countries in the world on this topic. Going by the 2020 Global Gender Gap Report from the World Economic Forum has ranked the progress towards equality. The United States is in the is in 53rd place out of 153 countries, while we have Mexico in 25th place and Canada in 19th place. These countries are near the United States. How does that make us look? The basis the rank is being determined by is educational attainment, health and survival, economic participation and opportunity, and political empowerment. The United States, Mexico, and Canada have a trend with their rankings. They all have really high rankings when it comes to health and education. But political empowerment was all of their issues that caused their rankings to fall shorter. The United States has the biggest gap when it comes to political equality. Over the last 50 years, the ratio to men and women in ministerial positions, in the United States, not one woman has run the country. So <laughs> the likelihood of someone in the LGBTQ community to have the chance in a political standpoint is very unlikely. It's causing a lot of individuals to lose hope in this country. We shouldn't lose hope because the biggest impact is becoming your truest self for the world to see. Even if the process has been slow, there's still hope and future improvements that may happen in a more rapid pace if we just be patient and keep working. There's been a bunch of movements that have been brought into our realm, and I feel something that the community can look forward to for our future in the LGBTQ community. But it doesn't help if we're unaware of the different movements and places you can go to feel accepted in your own community. This segment will be used to inform you and tell you how to get involved if you want to. Finding a community can be a difficult process, even more so for trans people. Anything done by trans people or for trans people to enjoy, they get attacked. Some social media platforms put the community in a bad light. This makes it harder to really find a space where you belong if you are a part of the LGBTQ community. The Mapping Advancement Projects 
in the United States has been a big movement for the community. This project is meant to make sense of the current circumstances for the LGBTQ community. The transgender aspect of that specifically. They look at legal equality programs for trans people across the United States. Gender identity comprises 25 state laws and policies that have been that have been divided in five categories that are non-discrimination, LGBTQ youth laws and policies, health and safety, trans people to correct their names on documents, and adoption and parenting. On an article transition, on the website, thenewrepublic.com, did a research project. They wanted to write about speech lessons for people who are, trans who are transitioning. They had a speech therapist get the researcher in connection with Caroline. She was a 56-year-old employee of the country government, Virginia. Once the researcher called Caroline, she invited them to a rally for transgender rights. They decided to go along and notice how feminine Caroline was, despite the fact she had a transition. The researcher was trying hard not to observe her too hard, given she recently been in the process for about nine months, but he noticed the features in her face, but took the time to get to know her on a deeper level. He learned that she took every chance to live a stereotypical feminine lifestyle, and it was fascinating to see how misunderstood this group was by one interaction. Read the whole article to understand where this whole case came about. We heard about two movements being in the process to give, to give transgender communities the acceptance and understanding that they need. Now, we will go into places where you can be around to find people who can speak your language. San Francisco, cre San Francisco created a cultural transgender district. Honey Monogany, an activist for trans rights, walked down 6th Street, pointing to single-room occupied hotels, performance spaces, lounges, bars, and other activities. She walked by the Golden Gate Theater while the performance of Brock's Tale was going on. This was an all-night diner. In August of 1966, a trans woman threw a cup of coffee at a police officer, trying to arrest her. This became a riot with trans people fighting against police harassment. People were flipping tables and throwing culturey. There is a group called the Dallas LGBTQ Social Group. This is not only a space to feel, this is a space to feel open. It's harder for the community to break out of our shells due to the fact we're scared of putting ourselves in danger. This social group won't allow you to feel uncomfortable because they can relate to your story in some form or fashion. This group has 3,005 members in it. <laughs> You'll definitely find someone who can relate and listen to one, to one way or another with this abundance of a group. If you'd like to be around more of an intimate group, you should join the Alliance. This group consists of only 126 members, so if you prefer to be more into yourself and not really into huge crowds, this could really fit for you. Most importantly, for young students trying to find communities at your school, 
if they represent your community in that light. If not, do the things you enjoy and feel out a person to see if they're a part of your realm. Making these type of moves can expand your experiences and stories more than you may have expected. Your story can influence others. Once you feel comfortable in yourself, provide your stories to others who may be in the same position you once were in. We're at the segment that I feel is the most vital for the LGBT community. Self-love is something everyone struggles on, but it can be harder whenever you're the minority. We deserve to be as comfortable in our sexuality and genders as everyone else who was blessed to know their pathway for as long as they have. This segment will give you a guide into being comfortable in your reality. Self-love is one of the hardest things of mankind, in my opinion. It runs everything else in your life. It's hard to get by in the world if you dislike yourself. You're punishing yourself worse than anything else you've set yourself up for. Loving yourself gives you confidence, success, and the things you're willing to have in your life. You need to know when something is too much for you to handle. You need to realize that the people you may think are happy and successful on social media isn't always the case. You may feel you need to look at them to make you feel better, but really, you're the one impacting them. We tend to enjoy the affirmation of others, not ourselves. Self-love isn't about having a glow up or wearing the best clothes or expensive shoe brands. Loving yourself is when you can look past your extravagance and look at what is given to you when you were born. It's when you're proud of your accomplishments and genuinely believe you can do great things just by how you were made. This is a skill I am trying to take on, but what I've learned so far, I feel is true to me and hopefully the hearts of you. Anyone can love themselves and anyone can dislike themselves, no matter the status or how you put the person on a pedestal or put them down. These are people in the minorities. There are people in the minorities that love themselves conditionally, and some people who seem to be higher up are the most vulnerable. What I have learned from trying to have self-love is to get rid of people who are negative and make you feel lower to lift themselves up. It's whenever you choose to better yourself because you want the best for yourself. You're never gonna genuinely love yourself if that isn't your goal, when you decide to make an effort to change yourself. The things you can start doing is to trying to live a healthier lifestyle. When your mind feels awake, you feel better. Your mind is communicating to you. If you are constantly in pain and don't feel good, you could be dragging your body down mentally and physically, trying to eat healthier or being more active. I know sometimes you won't feel motivated, but that's the key. Motivation doesn't come out of nowhere. It comes when you get started and get into a groove. If you feel like your body is giving up after being in this routine, listen to your body and give it a break but challenge yourself at the same time.
Another component of loving yourself is setting boundaries for yourself. I struggle with this one most personally. Don't overwork yourself. If you feel tired, stop. You will have a burnout and have to start your progress all over again. And have to pull yourself out of a hole you digged. This is important if you're a people-pleasing person. If you have a hard time saying no, work on saying no. This isn't to be rude, but if you feel like doing it and you want to do it, then say yes. If you're hesitant of doing something you don't want to do, just say no, or else you're setting yourself up. Something you can do to lift yourself up is to go up to your mirror and give yourself some words of affirmation. Even if you feel it's not true, keep doing it. Eventually, you'll realize the value you have in yourself. Now, this isn't an incentive to lie about your feelings because that isn't loving yourself. You have the right to feel your emotions because that's only human. But we can't continuously be negative. When you're constantly negative, you punish yourself from being your best self. You being upset because you're holding yourself back onto the things you're upset about instead of rising from it. The lesson is to be upset over what you're upset about. Just don't allow yourself to be upset for the same reason again. Self-love is the hardest and most important factor in anyone's life, even more so for the minorities that are being torn down every day for just being them. Don't be one of the ones that give up on themselves because you feel as if the world is against you. You can fight the battle. This is Belong There, a place where the Black LGBTQ community should feel welcome, just as much as everyone else should. I hope that this episode allowed you to know that the past doesn't define what the future will be for this community. We have to be the defining factors in our faith, knowing where it came from, how to get connected, and knowing what to do within can help the process move along. Thank you.